You're listening to the Multifamily Women Podcast with Carrie Antrim, where we extract the knowledge from executive women in leadership and inspire emerging leaders with our thought leadership platform, offering a new model for personal and professional transformation. Multifamily Leadership is an events, news, and media platform. It's where multifamily innovation, technology, investments, and leaders converge. As part of our Multifamily Women Summit, we share time with innovative brands as part of our Meet the Sponsors series that showcases those brands that are supporting the platform to advance not only technology and innovation, but the women who are making all of that possible. Hi there, and welcome to the Multifamily Women Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Antrim, and today I'm joined by David Aronson, founder of Refuel Electric Vehicle Solutions. David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk about this. Refuel Electric Vehicle Solutions, REVs for short, right? Yes, yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about the REVs journey. Well, it started a couple of years ago, just watching a television show about a company who is manufacturing EV charging stations. And I've been in the real estate industry for 40 years. It occurred to me that almost every apartment complex is going to have an EV charging station because their residents are going to be driving EVs. And it's not because the residents want to drive EVs, although they may, it's because that's all the manufacturers are going to be making in a few years. And if you want a new car, you're going to be buying an electric vehicle. So talk to us specifically about the product, the charging station itself. So we started out calling all the manufacturers, and there's more today than there was back then, trying to understand the differences in product. And there's basically two items you look at. One is the actual hardware, the actual physical hardware of a charging station. And then there's the software. And what we found is there's very significant differences in both. And the industry is incredibly new, and there's a lot of companies coming out with both products. And the reality of the situation is only a few of them are going to be making it over time. So we decided that we could develop, and because of our real estate experience, some expertise in this industry that we could offer to our clients. If you have an existing apartment property, the proper way to go about installing EV charging stations. And if you're developing a new apartment property, we started a consulting service that works with developers and engineers to make sure that they are setting up the charging stations to serve uh, the useful life of the property. So this is kind of a new thing in this industry and in these electric vehicles. Like you said, pretty soon that's going to be our only option. People likely don't have this yet in their budget. It's not a line item yet. Why is this important now? Well, a couple of reasons. First off, putting one or two charging stations on a multifamily property is not solving the problem or accepting the opportunity that comes from solving a problem. But that's what we see people doing today. Just let's throw a Band-Aid at it. We only have a few people that drive EVs or we never get asked. That's all history. Over the next five years, we're going to start seeing a significant number of new electric vehicles coming to market. And a lot of people predict by 
2030 that 15% of the apartment residents can be driving electric vehicles. So on a 300-unit apartment complex, that could be 40 to 60 electric vehicles on your property that you're going to need to charge. So putting up one or two charging ports is not going to be able to handle that kind of service. What we found is, quite frankly, that because of the areas of expertise that we've developed in this industry, we see very few people really doing it right. And while there have been a lot of charging stations put up in apartments around the country, most of them are just doing it just to do it. They don't really understand why they're doing it or what the opportunity is financially. Some of them are even giving away free charges to their residents, which is a short-term issue that will turn into a long-term problem for them. We've had a number of properties come to us who aren't charging and they're getting complaints from their residents that they can never use a charger because someone's already always sitting in the spot and not charging. Well, when you give it away, that's what happens. So we're retrofitting a lot of properties to start charging the residents. And it's interesting. The residents pay our price. They don't move. And they're still saving a significant amount of money from what they'd be filling their car up with gas fuel. So. We haven't gotten any resistance on it. So you mentioned the financial opportunity. What does that look like for owners, investors? So a couple things. First off, we're probably one of the few companies in the country that will upgrade an apartment property's electrical infrastructure and put the charging stations on their property at no cost to them. We will reimburse them for the electricity that we use and we'll share the profits with them. So they have absolutely no financial exposure whatsoever. If they choose to own and operate or choose to own the charging stations, we're glad to install them, operate them as if we own them and collect a management and a maintenance fee for them. General cost, if you own a charging station, and this is important because budgeting time is coming up, there's two ways to plan for putting this into a budget. One is to guess and the other is to have an electrician come out and tell you exactly what your property's capabilities are to host EV charging stations on your electrical infrastructure. If we're doing it, we prefer obviously to have an accurate number, but if you're just wanting to throw something in to put up an infrastructure and charging stations, you can probably put a number of twenty dollars to $30,000 in. That will get you two to four charging ports at most properties. And what are you seeing as the missed opportunity for a community or a company that isn't on the forefront of this? First off, if you don't have a charging station and you happen to have a resident who just bought an electric vehicle or you have a potential resident coming and they say, well, the property down the street has a charging station. You don't have one, so I'm going to move or I'm going to lease somewhere else. If you were collecting an average of $1,500 a month from that tenant to rent that apartment, $18,000 a year, you just saw that rent revenue leave or you didn't get it. And if it cost you $10,000 a port to put a charging station up, you just passed on $18,000 from a tenant because of a one-time $10,000 payment. 
that doesn't make economic sense. Moreover, over time, as more and more electric vehicles show up at your property, you're going to find that five, six, seven, eight of these vehicles can use one charging port at a time. And when they do, the economics of charging start to really take over and produce a great return on your investment. The problem is it's not a meaningful return. So while it's not meaningful to the owner, it is a $30,000 investment. Many of them say, well, I'd rather go put it into my units where I can get the ongoing return. And that's fine. That's where we come in. We'd love to put them in on your property and invest in your property so we can have a charging station on your property. You are so passionate about this. What gets you so excited about this? It's just my character. (laughs) It's my nature. I can't help myself. I've been in the mortgage banking business for 40 years. When it comes to selling, I think it's important that you have knowledge. And anyone who knows me knows how much I love being correct. And (laughs) that's why I love talking so much about it. Because I know I have knowledge that other people don't have. And while it comes across as sounding as arrogant, and that's not the intent, knowledge is important. Yeah, I don't think it sounds arrogant at all. Like I said, you're very passionate about it. How are you going about educating the marketplace? We're doing meetings like this. We're writing articles. We're talking on different podcasts. Every client meeting we have, we find is an education process. So it's a big world out there. There are 22 million apartments. It's not just that. It's the engineers need to know what we're saying. The architects need to know what we're saying. The developers need to know what we're saying. And so it's just a very large market to cover. And with help of multifamily leadership, we are hopefully getting our word out. And what are your clients saying? Are you getting a good feedback loop from them? I think the most gratifying thing for me in starting this company a little over a year ago are two things. It's hiring people that you see come to an industry, to a company that you've started and they enjoy what they're doing and they're growing and they're learning. And I really enjoy that. But the other side of it is when you have a customer, someone that you've served and they call back and say, God, that was a great experience. Or I'm so glad y'all are here. We had one lady the other day, and we've thought we've had problems putting and managing these stations. It just has been one thing after the other. And her response to us is, I am so glad that we are using you because I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to deal with these manufacturers and their service people. I just so much appreciate it being able to pick up the phone, call y'all, have someone answer the phone and deal with the problem and know it's going to be dealt with. That's so gratifying. As we get around and serve more customers on a weekly basis, we're getting some real nice compliments. Yeah, that's great. So switching gears just a little bit, you guys are sponsoring the Multifamily Women's Summit and platform. What gets you excited about that? Women in the multifamily business, I mean, that's who controls decisions. There's a lot of women in this industry that are controlling decisions, whether it's at the property level, whether it's at the asset manager level, whether it's at the ownership level, all throughout, you have women that are in positions of making decisions, and we want to help them make the right decision. 
We want to educate them. We want to work with them. We want to make them look good to their clients because that's really what our business is about. And a final, very important question. How would I convince my husband that I need a Tesla? <laughs> well, so let me ask you, how many miles do you drive a month? <laughs> not very many. <laughs> I'm not going to well, lie. <laughs> if it's not very many, you're going to convince them because it's good for the environment. There and we in, go. Of course, y'all are in Phoenix, so you need water. So all the environment is very important. But the reality of the situation is this. We know the batteries on the cars are going to get cheaper and stronger. And so over time, the cost of buying these cars will start to provide more opportunities for apartment renters to afford them. But on the other side of the equation, with gas prices where they are today, they really are cheaper to own and operate. I have a Tesla S. And I drive maybe 600 miles a month and I'm charging at home. I'm spending about $30 a month. If I were charging at my apartment complex, I would probably spend $70, 60 to $70 a month. Still cheaper than gas. And there's no maintenance. Yeah. So to me, it's economics that drive it. Yeah. Would you like to leave our audience with any final thoughts? I just appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. We are here for you. We're, we're an easy call or click away. We have people ready who know what they're doing. They've been trained and they know and love the business and want to help you out. So feel free to contact us at our website, www.refuelevs.com. That's great. And you answered my next question, which was the best way for them to get in touch with you. So that's great. Listen, thank you so much for sharing the time. It was really interesting. Thank you, Carrie. Appreciate it. All right, listeners, I sure appreciate you tuning in today. And I'd ask you to please subscribe and share this episode if you know anyone else that's building a healthy organization in multifamily. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the Multifamily Women podcast. To register for the upcoming Multifamily Women Summit, be a guest on this podcast, or join the Women's Leadership Series, visit multifamilywomen.com.